Hey, it's Chris Silvey, MLB contributor to Fansided.com, and you're listening to Rangers Nation Podcast. Welcome to Rangers Nation Podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation Podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now, here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation's podcast. Hey, we got a special one tonight. This is our MLB predictions coming on. I'm going to be joined by three pickers tonight that are going to come on here and make their picks. We got JC from Texas Power Hour is going to come on and join us. We've got Jeff Hawkins from Chriswell's Clubhouse Chatter. And a new one tonight is going to be Chris Sylvie. Chris Sylvie writes for MLB.com. He also with Fansided. They're going to join me here in a minute right after this. Hey, this is Jeff Hawkins. I'm a Texas Ranger blogger with Chriswell Clubhouse Chatter, and you're listening to Rangers Nation Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is a very special edition of Rangers Nation's podcast because we are going to make our MLB predictions tonight. Uh, tonight, and I've got some good people with me tonight. First of all, we got with us from the Texas Power Hour. We got JC. JC, what's up, man? How's it going, John? Glad to be here once again, Mr. Reclining Nerd. All right, you better have your picks ready because we're about to get after it. Also with me, you guys heard me with uh, C.J. Nikowski. We have Jeff Hawkins from uh, Chris Wells Clubhouse Chatter. Jeff, what's up, bud? Hey, how's it going, John? Happy to be here again. Ready ready All to right, get man, to it. I'm, All right, I'm glad. I'm glad, glad you're back. We got a new one with us now. This is an MLB contributor with Fansided. And uh, 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 he's he's been came on. He made he made picks on Dallas Sports Nation for the Rangers picks that we'll go over real quick. We got to welcome to the show for the first time, Chris Sylvie. Chris, welcome to the show, bud. Hey, thanks, John. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Here we go. Okay, now, so Jeff, we're going to put you on the spot before we get into our. Now we all knew our MLB predictions that we were going to do. We've already we I sent out what we wanted. Everybody had a chance to put those together. But you did not pick the Texas Ranger predictions, so I'll just kind of tell you what we picked, put you on the spot, and you tell me what your opinion is, all right? Cool. Sounds good. Okay, so first thing we did is we went with uh, who will be the MVP. Now, J.C. JC said no Marvin Mazzara. He gave a good little description there with this. You know, he thinks that his home runs will go up, over 30 home runs, have 100 RBIs. Pretty good pick there. Me, myself, I put Ruggie. I thought Ruggie Ordor would be the MVP. I think he's going to hit about 285. 27 home runs from the two hole, which uh, would really put that. And I think he's going to be a gold glove finalist. Uh, Chris came in with Elvis Andrews as the veteran, the clubhouse leader. We know Elvis is going to hover around 300 and go there. And he fully expects him to be a leader on this team. And he's going to be his choice for MVP. Who do you think that'll be the Ranger MVP this year? I'm going to have to go with Odor too. Uh, if, if he continues using the whole field and everything, the way he's, uh, using his hitting approach, I, I just think the sky's the limit for that kid. I, I totally agree with spring training. He had a good spring training. And that's a carryover from last year. So that that's really good. Now, next next thing we went with was uh, who was going to be the rookie of the year uh, for them. And uh, so I went with Brett Martin. Now, Brett Martin, who was really kind of fell down on the Rangers last year and was a starter, got moved to the bullpen in Frisco. Man, he had a spring and almost made the team. And if he keeps pitching the way he pitched, he will be up before the end of May, I think. And on a team that's probably not going to compete, um, you kind of look for an MVP to be that rookie or the rookie to be that kid that comes in 
and really has a year. And if he keeps a sub ERA, a two ERA or something like that, I, that's who I kind of thought might be rookie of the year. Uh, JC went with Brock Burke, another pitcher. He kind of went the way I went. Uh, one of these young left-handers that can come up and have a good year. Now he's a starter, come up and start about half the season, maybe get about seven, eight wins in the second half or, or just keep an ERA in the threes somewhere in there. Then he went there. Um, and then with uh, Chris, Chris went with uh, rookie of the year, he went with Willie. So Willie Calhoun, in other words, he thought if we moved uh, anyone out, Willie got in and got his ABs, got in here and, and uh, got to, to do what we know Willie can do just with what he's done at AAA. That's a good candidate there that he went with. So who do you think might have a chance to, to be a uh, rookie of the year for the Rangers? Well, I've, I've had Brock Burke penciled down for a while. I, I really think he's going to explode onto the scene this year. I, I think those other guys y'all mentioned too, Martin and Calhoun, either one of those guys could definitely do the same thing. I think there's so much talent just ready ready to explode on the scene. I, I really think our, our farm system is, is in really good shape right now. Yeah, yeah, it's really on the rise. A lot of our pitches down low, but we got some good left-handers up in double-A and above, which means they're right on the verge. So um, biggest disappointment, me, I put Shelby Miller. I think Shelby, he didn't have a good spring. I know he's coming back from Tommy John. I really see that this might be someone that we DFA before halfway in the year if we don't get him traded. Be something kind of like we did with uh, with Matt, uh, Matt Moore, something like that, where we gave him a shot here and he really didn't produce. Uh, JC said Willie said he's been up and down, uh, but after the Rangers opted for veterans, you know, now I hope I'm wrong, but it doesn't look like there'll be a spot on the active roster. So maybe more about, well, he don't, we don't get to see much this year. If the Rangers do contend, it could be very well. If they're contending at all, Willie might spend all year on triple A, quite honestly. Uh, yeah. and, and that's kind of what he thought. Um, then, uh, Chris went with, uh, Jeff Mathis. Uh, obviously Jeff's not going to bring a big bat. We know that. So, uh, uh, but he, he went on there and went, went with Jeff Mathis and still thinks he's going to hit below 200. I mean, look, the only reason the guy's here is because of the pitching. So what do you think on a disappointment? I, I thought the biggest disappointment the entire spring has been Connor Sadzik. I just, I just can't wrap my head around how a guy that throws a hundred miles an hour is just, he's just all over the place. He's, he's got all the talent in the world and he just, I don't know. He just can't seem to get it together. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, uh, yeah, Sajic is one to watch. And, I, you know, we're, we don't even know if he's made the team. We'll find out tomorrow. they got to make that final roster decision by 10 a.m. Yeah, and, uh, I'll, I'll be gonna, shocked if he makes the team. It, I, it's going to be, you know, they've got a couple. The only thing, the reason he might is because he doesn't have options. And the yeah. other two guys have options. And they might try to let him. With that move the other day of picking in the Rule 5 um, and getting dowdy, that, that might – uh, that's that's closing the door. Now, who's going to be most improved? Um, I went with Gallo. I think Gallo hovers over 220, gets his OBP up to about 400. Obviously, we'll know he'll hit 400 or 40 home runs, and he'll get over 90 RBIs. I really think that his approach will be better. Uh, JC went with the other one, I thought, and he went with Ronald Guzman, um, who he thinks is going to, with a full season under him, really um, is going to step up over 20 home runs. And at first base, he's a gold glove candidate if he does that. And uh, Chris went with me. He went with Joey. He thinks Joey's going to do better. Um, and, and, you know, expect him to get 230, 40 home runs. And well, he's basically right there where I am. So what do you think on that? I have to go with Guzman, too. I just, Gallo, I, I just don't know if he's ever going to change his stripes. Like he just, he frustrates me so much the way he just tries to pull everything. And he, he has so much natural power. 
the guy could if he would just look to take the ball the other way and just let the let the the pitches to pull come to him, the guy would be an MVP candidate. But it's, I don't know if he's just stubborn or if it's the long swing or what it is. But he, I love his I love his talent and his ceiling. But it just I don't know. I, it just seems like he just I don't know. He just won't change. He just frustrates so, me. So Guzman is an easy choice. I really hate if you saw Guzman spring. JC might have you and JC might have hit it on the head. JC. You're back, by the way. I saw you disconnected for a sec, but you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. But, <laughs> you know, Ronald Guzman is, you know, he's one of the more exciting, one of my favorite players, really. I mean, he has he has the coolest nickname on the team. Who? I mean, who do you know who's nicknamed the Condor? Really? No kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. it's uh, He's one of those guys. He, he, he's a tall, lanky, I mean, just a long, lanky guy. He reminds me of um, – I'm a Spurs fan, so forgive me for this. I know. But he reminds me of DeJounte Murray. He, he's really a long, young player who, if he uses his frame right, if he, if he really maximizes his ability, he could really be um, a really a good, solid starter for a long time for this team, especially if he does, I guess, break out this year, if he doesn't prove like I predict he will. Yeah, you know what? You guys might have nailed that on the head. So then we went from there, uh, Jeff, that we went with the minor league player of the year and the minor league pitcher of the year. I went with Anderson Tejada. I think everybody knows I had him in the top 20 prospects. I had him number three. I really looked for him to break out. Uh, it found out today, I thought he might start at Frisco. I was looking forward to that. I'm going to be out in Frisco Tuesday at media day. And it turns out Tejada is going to start out at Down East. But he's the guy I really think is going to be the minor league player of the year. Uh, JC went with JP Martinez. He was probably second on my list. So JC and I are right there close. Uh, he's starting out at Hickory. They've already decided where he's going to go there. And uh, Chris went with the one, you know, Chris kind of went with, let's go with the one that brought you kind of that deal because uh, Heineman won it last year. And he said, Scott Heineman this year. So that was a, that, that's going, that's kind of like picking the Astros. The Astros won it. So as far <laughs> as I'm concerned, they're still, you know, that kind of pick. So who do you think will be the minor league player of the year? I'm going with Hans Kraus. I just – I love that kid. And I, I know we kind of – I touched on that with CJ. But, I mean, I, I really think this kid is going to be an ace of the future. I, I really I really believe that, firmly believe that he's going to be a number one guy within three to five years. I just do. Yeah, and CJ made a great point about it's hard to say that now. And he, he made a great point. I, I loved how he, he put that. But I'm telling you right now, the guy – the guy has a presence on the on the mound. It's just amazing. So I'm a guessing that that goes right into your minor league pitcher of the year. You're going to go with Hans Kraus. Uh, yeah. League. So I, I went with Demarcus Evans because I think he's going to be another CD Pelham. He's got a chance to go. He's starting it down east as the closer. Uh, he'll be in Frisco if he's dealing like he did pretty quick. And then uh, he could be a guy that could be all the way up in the major leagues, kind of the way Pelham did last year. Pelham didn't have a great spring, so he's going to be back in AAA starting the season. Uh, J.C. went with Palumbo, uh, another easy pick. Uh, the only thing that might derail J.C. on Palumbo is the fact that he may be in the major leagues. So if he's in the major leagues, yeah. he can't win minor league pitcher of the year. So, Boo. Yeah. I, mean, so I like my pick. pick. I like my pick. <laughs> and Chris, you did the same thing, unfortunately. There's a good chance that the guy you picked, you may lose on your pick because you picked you picked Taylor Hearn, another great one. But I have a feeling if Taylor keeps going like he did the other night against the major league team in Nashville, that's another guy that's going to be in the major league for half the year also. But so on pitcher of the year, I'm gonna uh, let me just take a guess. Are you gonna go with hands on that too? <laughs> you talking to me? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, I'm going with Han. I just 
man, I'm telling you, I have a huge man crush on that kid. He's just amazing to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold on one, The other one we did was where the Rangers would, would finish and where they would place, but I'm going to hold off on that one because we're going to get this thing rolling. We're about to do every team in every division, and we're going to end it with the American League West uh, before we get into our uh, our uh, N- uh, MVP and stuff like that. So, so we're going to start out, and the way we'll do it, I guess we'll, we'll rotate around. I'll start first with the National League East, what I think is going to happen, and then we'll start off from there, and we'll go to JC, then Jeff, and then Chris. So we're in the National League East. What are the Major League predictions? The recliner nerd says that the National League East, I have the Nationals winning it. I think the Nationals are going to win the East. I got the Phillies coming in second, and I don't even really think they're close. I think there's going to at least be six or seven games back. Um, I got the Braves in third. The Mets in fourth, and then bringing up the seller of the East, I've got the Marlins. That's where I go. JC, what do you got? You know, I can't. I can't choose the Nationals. They've they've been they've been proven chokers, and <laughs> that's just <laughs> no. But uh, I mean, ever since that whole Bryce Bryce Harper debacle, you really. I mean, what the Washington's really taking a step back, in my opinion. But I may be wrong. I mean, I'm really a Rangers Astros fan, but I mean, just a Rangers fan. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you, you did not say that on the Rangers Nations podcast. <laughs> I am part of the Texas Power. I know. I know. Okay. So, who do you got? Did we lose him? JC, you there? He might have popped oh. out. It. We'll get him. You there, JC? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Go for it. So, who do you got? Okay. No, I got Atlanta. I got Atlanta winning. And then – um. Atlanta. And then I got Washington right behind them. Then uh, I'll imagine went blank. Then the Mets. Then really Philly in the end. In the end, I really don't like Philly. I don't know why. Maybe just because I'm not a Bryce Harper fan. So uh, okay, so you got Philly go, going down at, at the bottom with the Marlins, I guess. Yeah, with the Marlins. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that this was a tough division to pick. I went with the Nationals just because I love Scherzer and. And they got those two young kids, uh, Soto, Soto and Robles. And I, I went with the Braves second, the Phillies third, Mets, and then the Marlins, of course, at the end. They'll be the worst team in baseball. Yeah, they're, they're, them, the Oreos, are possibly uh, – there's there's a couple that – the Diamondbacks might be pretty bad too. But, but um, well, that's nationally. We got some American League dogs too. Okay, so let's go down to Chris. Chris, what do you got? Well, hey, guys, I got to tell you, by far, the NL East has got to be the toughest division uh, when it comes to choosing a winner and all that good stuff. I mean, the rest of them, you could kind of see an outline of how it's going to go, but I really think this is going to be the division to watch throughout the year. Uh, I've I've yeah, got the be. Phillies winning it, uh-huh. uh, although the Nationals and Braves are going to be in that order, one, two, three, Phillies, Nationals, that this division stay of the year i mean it's just too too tough to please right now but that could definitely change over the course of the season uh mess in four marlins in fifth that's what we got so everyone's got the marlins down at the cellar okay pretty Marlins, much now we're going to go back to jc uh jc we're going to go with the national league central uh what do you see in the central i see teams that are going for it all you have St. Louis who really took Paul Goldschmidt, who was at one point an MVP candidate, you know, 
Last yeah. year, he wasn't one of his better years. But, you know, I really like Milwaukee. Milwaukee's very underrated. They won last year. I mean, they had 96 wins. Chicago right behind them. So, this year, I'm going to go against the Grant. I'm going to actually go back with the Cubs, the Milwaukee, St. Louis, and Pittsburgh, who is very underrated, actually. Pittsburgh's super underrated. And I then think Cincinnati. So too. Yes, yeah, Pittsburgh might surprise some people. I mean, they're, they're a pretty young team. They actually have former um, former Texas Ranger, um, Keon Akella. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. so he, he's a setup man for over there. And I uh, can't remember the closest name off the top of my head. It's going to bug me until I remember it. But it's just that. It's Kayla. Is, is he the – I thought he was a setup man. I know he was a setup man last year, but I wasn't sure if he actually grasped that role. Yeah, I think they lost their closer, uh, and and he's he's taken up – well, maybe – you may be right. We'll figure that out later. We'll so figure you it got out. The red, you got the Reds in the cellar? Yeah, they're doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're Jeff, doo-doo. What, Jeff, what do you see in the Central? I thought the Central was really tough to call, too. The Cardinals are very much improved. But I, I went with the Cubs to win the division, the Cardinals second, the Brewers third, the Reds fourth, and the Pirates fifth. I, I just I think that's probably top to bottom the deepest division because all the teams, there's not a bad team in the entire division. And I, I think the Reds are going to be really, really good in, in another year or two as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of doing what we're doing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so they could have a breakout too. Chris, what do you see out of Central? Yeah, man, I I got the Cardinals in the Central. I think that, uh, you know, Goldschmidt's going to come in and do some really big things. They've got some young talent there. Uh, I've got Brewers and Cubs second and third, uh, Reds, Pirates. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one just like the East, but but I like the Cardinals in the Central, though. Wow, okay. So that, 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 that that's pretty good. Now, I went uh, – me, myself, I, I looked at all of this going forward. I went kind of with the one that brought you. I went with the Brewers. I did pick the Brewers over the Cubs, so I got Brewers going first, Cubs second. little surprising. I think the Pirates uh, – I think the Pirates are going to come in third. And the Cardinals, not because the Pirates are so good, but I think the Cardinals may not – Goldschmidt, yes, but this may be a year the Cardinals slide, in my opinion. Um, right. And, and – and, 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 I don't think that they've shored up their bullpen enough. And then the Reds, obviously, I don't see. I, they, they could be like the Rangers, actually, but I, I do think they'll end up in the cellar on that one. So then we'll have to go to the West, and the West will start off with Jeff Hawkins. What do you see in the National League West? Well, I'm a, I'm a closet Dodgers fan, but I'm going with, <laughs> I'm going with the Rockies. I mean, I'm a, I'm a bigger Rangers fan by far, but I, I do like – when, when I have to root for a National League team, I always pick the Dodgers. But I, I'm going okay. with the Rockies first. Uh, I just I like their I like their pitching staff, and I like the health of their team better than the Dodgers right now. And, I mean, you got Arenado. Then I'm going Dodgers second, third. I'm going with the Padres because I, I man I think the Padres are I think they're going to be extremely good here in the next few years if they don't trade off all their guys and they hold their prospects together. Then the Diamondbacks and the Giants last. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. That that's uh, wow. That that that's good there, Chris. What do you see out of the West? Yeah, I'm I'm going with almost the exact same thing. Uh, just kind of piggybacking off of what what Jeff said. I've got the Rockies in first. I just think that they've got a really good pitching staff this year. Uh, they added Daniel Murphy. I think Trevor Story and Nolan Arenado are going to really step it up this year. Uh, so I had Rockies first, Dodgers are going to come close in second, uh, Padres third, and then Giants fourth, Diamondbacks fifth. 
Okay. And then we'll go to me. Uh, I, I did basically your order except for one switch. I did say I think the Dodgers do. I think this division may be the worst in the National League. Um, and I don't think any team going to the World Series, which is a prelude to what's coming up, are coming out of the West. I do think the Dodgers come in first, the Rockies in second. I love the Arenado signing and extending him. Like you said, on this pitching staff, I like that. Padres, that's a team to watch. I'm telling you right now. That team is a team to watch, and I think the Padres are – they are a team that was in a rebuild. They've got uh, uh, they've got a front office that's run by Preller that, that came from the Rangers. Uh, he was a uh, John Daniel protege. Uh, Giants coming fourth, Diamondbacks last. I think the Diamondbacks are – they're, they're blow, blowing this thing up. I don't think they're going anywhere this year. Nah. Okay, JC? You know – I really like uh, I really like San Francisco to uh, finish in last, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then let's let's work backwards. Let's go San Francisco, San Diego, Arizona. Then so I'm gonna stick with the Dodgers. Uh, I don't. So you think the Dodgers? You're like me. You got the Dodgers over the Rockies. Did we lose you? I think we lost him again. He must be getting in a bad connection there, but he did. So he had the Rockies. Uh, I'm back. In, you there? Yeah, I'm back. My bad. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but so you, uh, got, you know, so you do have. We got you all the way through the Padres, and then you said uh, Rockies, Dodgers. So you're like me. You got Dodgers, then Rockies. Yeah, and, and simply because of uh, Coors Field. Coors Field is going to have a lot to do with it. I, I, I think Jeff said it. Uh, they have a pretty good. They have a pretty good pitching staff. But I think yeah. in the end, I think. Uh, that stadium is just going to kind of bite them in the butt. But, you know, I think they're going to have the NL MVP. I can't tell you who because that's a little bit later on. That's a little bit later on. We'll get to that. Okay, you know what? Let's go to the American League. We're back to the top. That's going to – actually, we're back. No, we got Chris that's going to start this one off. Let's go to the AL East is where we're at. He's going to start us off. What do you think of the AL East, Chris? uh, Chris? All right, so the AL East, uh, well, obviously the Red Sox uh, won it all last year. I think that it's going to be really, really close between these two teams, the Red Sox and the Yankees. I'm going to go with the Yankees, although I think it's a real possibility that the Red Sox and the Yankees could both win 100 games again this year. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm going with the Yankees right now. I think that Judge is going to have a lot better of a year than he did last year. I think he's going to hit the ball on the ground a little bit more. Yeah. We're going to see more of a, a contact type of hitter from him this year. Uh, so I'll go I'll go Yankees first, Red Sox second, uh, Rays third, Blue Jays fourth, and Orioles in the cellar uh, for another one. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to pick the it, – it's surprising if you don't pick the Orioles in the cellar. They kind of – I mean, they didn't even have a manager to about – it seems like they didn't even have a manager – uh, till about two weeks before spring training. I mean, they, they waited a long time to even do that. Um, so I'm next, and I, I we're, we're kind of on the same. We got a couple of changes. You know, both both the Yankees and the Red Sox are going to be – look, whoever doesn't win it, the other one is, in my opinion, going to be one of the wild card teams. Um, so – but I have the Yankees actually finishing – the hated Yankees um, finishing over the Red Sox. So I've got Yankees, Red Sox, then i got Blue Jays, who, who are surprisingly – not bad. Um, I think they might be okay. It might be a team to kind of watch go in there. The Rays are always come out of nowhere. When just when you think the Rays aren't going to be very good, they've got Keith Cash. I always that guy is a great manager. I think 
And so he can always do something there. And then, of course, like everyone else, the Oreos and the cellar. Um, I'm imagining now someone could surprise me here. And you would have to explain yourself if you don't have the Oreos in the cell. But, okay, so now we'll go from there. We'll go to J.C. What do you see, J.C.? I see I see the only division in baseball that had three teams with 90 wins. And that was Boston, New York, and Tampa Bay. And then I'm actually going to take it in that same order. The Boston first, Yankees, and then Tampa Bay. And actually, I'm – predicting the exact carbon copy of last year's division. And get this, last year Baltimore had 115 losses. Boston had 108 wins. That's insane. Yeah. Baltimore had more losses than Boston had wins. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> just think about that, how bad you have to be. I'm just yeah. saying. The win percent was about 29%. I mean, come on, really? Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much I, I really think it's going to – uh Come down to the very last week, Boston and New York. And what kind of – I mean, I got a quick question, just kind of shooting it out there. This is one of those times where you kind of look at it and say, how does a 100-win team end up as a wild card? Whenever you – I mean, you really look around the around yeah. the MLB and it's like, do you, do you think we should just make it American League and National League and take away all the East, Central, West and just make it the the absolute best teams in the, in the majors or – I mean, it's just yeah, one of those things. I, I think that the only problem that I see with that, which would be, uh, is it takes away the rivalries. We play our in town. Look, we've developed a big rivalry with the Astros. We've developed it. We've always been rivals mm-hmm. with the the Angels and Mariners and A's, and now it's really the Astros um, that we've really done. That look, Yankees, Red Sox, they play each other eighteen times a year. It's hard. I, I just, it's that's the only deal that I see with it is because you you take away those rivalries if they're not playing how do you do, how do you do it where you make sure that those teams are playing each other that many times a year makes sense makes sense it's just something i kind of been sure. i've been thinking about yeah jeff what do you got i've got the red Sox winning vision I, I just i think they're healthier and the yankees have a lot of injuries right now and the yankees don't have the farm system to go out and bring guys in and trades and stuff anymore in the season, I don't think like they have in the past. Yeah, they've kind of compound. Yeah, they, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think the injury bug's going to get the Yankees some this year. I still think they're going to win a lot of games, and I, I got the Rays third. I think the Rays will win over ninety games again. And I, if the Yankees have injury problems this year, and it gets any type of depth problems, I, I think Tampa could pass them. I really do. They, I they think. Could. Tampa, do you have them predicted that way, or do you still have the Yankees in second? I have the Yankees in second, but I think that yeah. I think that there is a there is a possibility if they if they have the bugaboo hit them, I, I do think Tampa could could get them. And then I've, of course I've got the Blue Jays fourth and the Orioles dead last. Blue Jays fourth and the Orioles and the or and the uh, and the Orioles dead last. Okay, so that's that's the four there. So we started there. Now we're. Uh, we're back to the top with me as we go into the AL Central. And uh, the AL Central has a team I love that I think is going to be really good, and that's the Indians. And I think the Indians are going to be good. I've got them, number one. The Twins are going to be better. I think, like, uh, you know, I really, was, I really was looking at the Twins as a team to watch uh, going into this year. But when we interviewed, when Jeff and I interviewed CJ, uh, he kind of alluded to one of those questions when he said, uh, when they went over the twins, he kept saying, "With well, this has to go right, this has to go right," and that list got long. Uh, he knows better than us, so he seemed to have a little bit of concern 
on some things that would have to fall into place for the Twins to win that. So I do have them second. Uh, I've got White Sox third. I think they're much improved. Tigers uh, in fourth. And then, of course, the Royals. And, and the Royals always hover around last until they're, all their minor leaguers that are stars come up, and then they'll go to the World Series because uh, they never pay anybody. Uh, so uh, they're gonna, they're, it's their turn to be at the bottom and start getting high draft picks again. So I've got the Indians, Quins, White Sox, Tigers, and Royals. And then we go to JC. Um, you know, I kind of want to. Nah, well, I got we got to go with Cleveland. Cleveland's by far the best team in that division. And I mean, if if you're saying otherwise, then I really want to hear you say it. But no, <laughs> but uh, you know, Chicago was uh kind of in the mix from Machado to the very end till you know San Diego kind of came out of nowhere. But but uh, I think the top two teams are gonna stay the same. It'd be Cleveland and Minnesota. Minnesota is in a position where, I mean. They they have a younger team and then they have a couple of veterans on the team, but they they're in a they're in a position yeah. where they need to try to bring in more talent to the team in order to take that next step. They're they're on the cusp of taking the next step, but yeah. they're just not quite there yet. And then out of the White Sox improving in the White Sox have a uh, Eloy Jimenez, I think that's how you say the name. Dude yeah. is a beast. Dude, I mean he's they paid him forty million dollars just to go back down to minor leagues. I mean, come on, pay me that, but. But, uh, he made the team. He made the oh, team. Oh, did he make the team? Yeah. Okay. Announced that today. Oh, see, boom. See, he hadn't played an MLB game yet. The man has already made forty million dollars. I yeah. mean, they're thinking super high of this kid. And then after that is Detroit and Kansas City. Yep. All right, Jeff, you're up. I've got, I've got Cleveland too. I, I I don't think Cleveland's going to be quite as good as they have been the last few years, but they're definitely going to be good enough to win it. The Twins are. They're they're a good team. I don't think they're they've got enough to overtake Cleveland and the White Sox. I that's a team I've been watching for the last three years, and I I think if if they don't screw things up, I think that they're going to be on top of that division pretty soon. Yeah, I got I them in third, and then Detroit and Kansas City bringing up the the, the rear on that. Okay, Chris. Yeah, well, I hate to break it to you guys, but we all four have the same picks for the, uh, for the <laughs> AL Central. I think it's pretty clear cut. Uh, you know, the Indians are the best team in that division by far. And, and the Twins ha- have a lot better team right now than they did at this point last year. Sure. Uh, they brought in Nelson Cruz and some younger guys. I think that the Twins are going to be in the mix and they're going to be playing meaningful games. Uh, down the stretch, but but like I said, the exact same order: uh, Indians, Twins, White Sox, Tigers, and Kansas City. And Kansas City, and you know what else the Twins did? Who had a decent spring, don't you? They, they is uh, is what's his name that that they signed from us? The uh, my mind went blank. Left-handed uh, pitcher, <coughs> starter. Oh, oh. Martin uh, Perez. Martin, Martin Perez. Perez. He had a pretty decent spring. Uh, in fact, they're pretty high on him. And you know, uh, you know who's the 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 GM too was uh, former assistant GM to John Daniels is the GM there, and so that's why he took Perez uh, and and signed him. So if it, it will drive me crazy if Perez goes over there and has a good year. I mean, no kidding. So- I, I'm sure he will. You know, <laughs> isn't that always how it seems to work out for us? <laughs> Okay, so this is the one that Ranger Nation has has been waiting for. It's the AL West. Uh, this the 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 one that drew the short straw and has to go first on this one is going to be JC. 
So he'll head us <laughs> off. So JC, what do you see coming out of the West? I see the Texas Rangers battling for fourth place in the division. Oakland is super underrated. I mean, everybody says Houston, Houston, Houston. Yeah. Oakland has really good pitching. Not a lot of people realize that. But but that this is one of those things. I'm gonna say that Astros with the asterisk next to it with room for um failure. I think Oakland's gonna really push it toward the end of the season. And then uh the um, and then the Los Angeles Mike Cross of Anaheim. Yeah. Finishing place and then Seattle. Well, you know what? I take that back. It'll be Seattle in third, then the Mike Trouts of Anaheim, and then the Texas Rangers following up in the end. But, so you got that. What do you have? The A's second. Yeah, I have the A's second, and you know with A's. Texas, it, it's like I want them to. I wish they could just flip their record around from last year, and have ninety-five yeah. wins. But it's just not going to happen. Right. And, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit, but yeah, Texas the pitching is ultimately going to be the downfall. And as much as I love Texas, yeah, it's just. We're going to see a lot of good baseball. We're going to see a lot of bad baseball. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, Jeff, you're up. I've got the Astros winning the division. I I think they're – I think they'll win 100 games. They're just – they're the class. I do do agree with J.C. Oakland's very sneaky good team, and they know how to – how to mix and match and and go out and find guys that no one else – has ever even heard of and bring them up and the guys start producing. So I, I think that the Oakland will have a good year too. And uh, I'm picking the Rangers third. I'm just, I'm, it's still, it's still March and I'm still an optimist. And I, I think that all, all these gambles that they made, I think that over, over 50% of them are going to pan out. And I, I think that, yeah. I think the young guys are going to hit. And I think, the, I think the pitchers are going to pitch good enough. And I think they'll, they'll bring up, guys like Brock Burke and I think that they'll they'll uh, make a difference too and, and uh pitching some meaningful games for us and help us out and uh I'm picking the Angels fourth and the Mariners fifth and I uh, I could have went the other way on that I probably should have since Seattle's already 2 and 0 but <laughs> I I really I really hate the the Angels and the Mariners I I just really hate both them teams <laughs> <laughs> So Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much as I hate the Yankees, but I do hate them. <laughs> hey, Chris, man. what do you think? All right, man. Uh, I've got the Astros winning. Uh, I think you're uh, a little bit too optimistic if uh, if you've got anything other than that going on for you. Uh, but I will say that, that the Astros are not the team they were last year. I think Bregman's going to have a really, really good year. But, you know, they lost Morton. They lost a couple of guys in free agency. And I think that the injury bug is going to get to them this year because they've had a string uh, of, of luck going their way when it comes to that. Uh, I've, so I've, but but not nearly as good as last year. The A's are going to be second, man. I, I've got to tell you that the they didn't make a movie about the A's GM for nothing. I mean, that man is a genius. Billy Bean is has got to be one of the smartest baseball minds I've ever seen. Yeah. So I think I think they they've put together a pretty good squad over there. So I'm second, they'll probably. Make, 
Uh, I've got the Mariners third. I think that the power guys for the Mariners are going to break through. Not not that great, but I think they'll edge out the range. Texas and fourth. I just don't see how much you could pour into them right now. Uh, and then the Angels fifth. Unless you know somebody can build a team around Mike Trout, they're they're going to be at the bottom for the foreseeable future here. I, I, I agree there. So that leaves it up to me. Um, I'm, like I said, um, so I've got the angels. Win- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I've got the, uh, of course, the Astros. I've got the Astros winning it along with the A's right after them. Like Jeff, I am an ever optimist, but, uh, and, and hearing CJ say it, um, look, I think the Rangers have a chance. Now, look, the Rangers could end up in fifth also. Um, I really think, Look, I think Shelby Miller is going to be a disappointment, but I think that uh, Drew Smiley and Edison Volquez both were serviceable enough in spring training that if they can eat, look, we need we need six innings every game from our starters. We know Mike Miner will, will, will battle for it. Lance Lynn's a guy that's a horse. He'll give up four runs in the first inning and battle with those four runs and go another five at least or five or six and get to that. We're going to have a decent bullpen with Leclerc closing it down. Um so I see the Rangers coming in third, and I think the Rangers could battle uh, for a wild card. I think they'll they'll tell off towards the end. I think in in due time, uh, attrition will, will get us, and uh, and that they will fall off and not get there. And in September, I'd like to see meaningful baseball. I don't know if we quite make it to December. I mean, to September with meaningful baseball, but I'm certainly optimistic. I think the Mariners right after that, and it's Mariners and Rangers are going to be the two to watch. There's probably going to be a battle right there for third and fourth in the Mariners and the, uh, and the Rangers, and then the Angels are in the cellar. Look, when your best player is Mike Trout, who is the best player in baseball, that's great. But going from there, they don't have a rotation at all. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they're, they're only going to they, – they've got the UCL surgery coming with uh, – with what's his name, Otani, and now he's just going to be a DH because he can't throw, so he can't play in the field. Um, he's not that great. They like to call him the Babe Ruth. I mean, he hit some dingers and did okay, but he is nowhere near Babe Ruth. He's just a guy that can uh, – hey, let me tell you what. Uh, uh, Bumgarner can hit some uh, home runs for the Giants too. So, I mean, um, I, I, I hope I'm with Otani's – Otani is, is, is legit as far as – hitting 20 to 30 home runs. He's legit. Um, and will he bat 300? I don't think so. I think he'll hit 250 somewhere in there. And he's just not – I mean, that's that's not what you want out of your DH. Your DH needs to hit, you know, needs to – if he's not – if your DH isn't hitting around 300, getting on base at a clip of 350 or better, then he better be knocking, you know, 30 to 40 over the fence. That's what a DH does. Um, and that's who Otani has to be, and I don't see it. So they're going to – they are going to hover around the – uh, the seller there for a few years. I think for the first time in a while, they're starting to build their minor league system back up. Uh, and so that, that, that could happen, but that I see that too. So that we, so we got our winners guys, we got our division winners. We got all of that. Let's go back to the national league and let's talk about wild card. Who do you think is going to be in the wild card? JC, who do you see in the wild card for the national league? Wild card. You know, I think you see, it's going to actually, I mean, well, it's two wild cards, but, it's going to be a Colorado and it's going to be Milwaukee. I mean, those are two teams that really shown that they can play in Colorado. Like I said, they, they're going to finish second in that division, but obviously they, they're good. They're a really good team. And yeah. I, I got to hold back. I can't say it. Okay. But yeah, Colorado and Milwaukee, I got to wait for the MVP. <laughs> okay. Jeff, what do you see? I'm going with the Dodgers and the Cardinals. 
Dodgers and the Cardinals. Okay, so that's that. That's a pretty safe pick there going going because you you just you uh, gave good reasoning where you thought the Cardinals were going to be better uh, uh, over there. So that you've got the uh, Dodgers and the Cardinals. Chris, where are you at? Yeah, so I've got uh, the Nationals and the Brewers. I think it'd be crazy to count the Nationals out of the postseason. They're just way too good. Their their pitching is way too – I mean, it's phenomenal. They might have the best pitching staff in, in the big leagues right now. Uh, and then yeah. the Brewers in the second wild card, uh, their lineup is stacked, man. Yeah, yeah, they, they are good. I, now, for me, I have the Brewers winning and the Nationals winning, so that's not my wild card. My wild card is going to be the Phillies and the Cubs. Uh, that's who I see. The Phillies actually uh, the, the the higher placed wild card team, and the Cubs uh, probably battling someone like the Rockies towards the end to get that second wild card spot. Um, and you know, Bra- Phillies, Phillies, Rockies, Cubs. That'll be a fun battle to watch to get those two out of three. The Braves might play into that some. I don't think the Pirates or Cardinals or uh, Padres or Giants. I guess they could. They they might be more in the Ranger area but i don't think it will i think it'll come down to those three and i've got phillies and cubs okay who's going to make it to the national league championship series over who who do you see winning over who uh, uh, oh let's go to uh <laughs> sorry, so let's go to jeff jeff you go first i'm picking the cubs over the cardinals you got the cubs over the cardinals so you got cubs going to the world series all right that's not a bad choice at all right there. Who do you got going over there, Chris? Well, I got uh, I got the Phillies going over the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to make it to the championship series again. Uh, I think a lot of people are counting Philadelphia out. I really think that, that they're a young talent uh, mixed in with the – they had a huge winter, brought in uh, Harper, obviously, uh, but also – uh, McCutcheon yes. and, and some extra pitching help in the bullpen. I think they're a lot better team than a lot of people expect them to be. So I got the Phillies over the Cardinals in seven. Yeah. And, and I'm next here. And so, yeah, I agree with that. That's why I had them as the top wild card team. I just didn't see them over the nationals, uh, but they're not going to make it to the NLCS in my opinion. I think the Brewers are going to the world series over the nationals. That's who I see going. I got the Brewers over the nationals. JC, where are you? You know, I have Colorado and Atlanta in the National League Championship, and I think Colorado's going to go. You got Colorado in the World Series. That's good. Ah, So we're all over. This will be fun to give each other (laughs) a hard time at the end of the year and see where we're at. So so everybody keep their list. And and when we got this recorded, we can revert back to it and see where they were. All right. So so that was – so we who started that one? Jeff. So Chris is going to start this one. Who's your NL MVP? All right. Uh, I tried to be a little bit uh, a little bit different uh, in the NL MVP race. Uh, I'm going to go with JT Real Muto, wow. uh, catcher for the Phillies. Yeah, I, I tried to be a little bit different. I think that he he, in my opinion, is the best catcher in baseball right now. Uh, he just got a mega deal with the Phillies. I think he's got something to prove. Uh, getting in a new uniform, I think he's going to mix in really well with the group of guys that they have. And I think that Citizens Bank Park is going to be a nice place for him to uh, hit a lot of home runs this year. So I've got him as the NL MVP. That's a That's an interesting – wow, that's a well-thought-out interesting pick because you've got Harper on that team. 
and you've got Real Real Motto being the one to, to go up. That's pretty good. You know what? You take a guy from – because he was with the Marlins last year, and he, every, I think everyone thinks and knows he was the best catcher in baseball. So you may be right. You may have hit on something there. Okay, I'm next. National League MVP for me. It's sad to say it because I really thought he was going to be a Ranger uh, and had a chance, but I've got Nolan Arenado is who I've got. Uh, going to win me because I think the Rockies – are going to be uh, competing in there. It's always going to a team that's competing at least or playing meaningful baseball. And I've got Arenado doing it for me. JC, you're up. Man, you chose Arenado because you knew I was going to choose Arenado. (laughs) 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 He's going to win a gold glove and the MVP. That guy is a monster. Yeah. in In that stadium, man, it's just. I'm a huge fan. Third base and catcher are probably my two favorite positions, and uh, I really like Arenado. That JT Romuto uh, pick was kind of interesting, though. I like I like the thought process on that, though. I did too. I, yeah. did, I do like that, Jeff. What about you? Did you go different, and where are you at? Yeah, everybody's picking Arenado, and I, I love I love him, and I think he probably win it. But I'm going with Paul Goldschmidt. Wow. He's very capable. We know that guy's a monster at the plate. He hits for average and power. Wow. With with in that Cardinal lineup, who knows, man? Wow. So everybody's got very interesting thought process. I like it. Me and JC are on the same page, but I the 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 real middle pick, and I never can say those names right. And uh the <laughs> Goldsmith uh are good picks too. Okay, so that was uh who started that one? That was uh Chris that started that one. And so now we're going back to me. And we're going to the National League Cy Young. Um, National League Cy Young, it's got to be someone that's competing and that's it's getting all the way there. And it was pretty simple for me. I went with Max Scherzer, uh, Scherzer from the Nationals is who I went with. They're going to obviously, I think they're going to win the East and they're going to go all the way to the NLCS. Scherzer's a beast. Uh, that, that When they signed him for that deal, it's turning out to be uh, pretty much a steal uh, for what pitchers are going for now. Um, so I like Scherzer. JC, where are you? Jacob DeGrom. The dude got over $100 million with the Mets. And the dude was unstoppable last year. And, you know, I, I you know, whenever I was, uh, yeah, he's really good. I, I'm growing up. I, yeah. Yeah. And see, that he was a name that was uh, kind of floating out there as, you know, like a dream scenario. But, man, imagine him in a Texas Ranger uniform. That would be amazing. Well, he oh, stop in, it. He grew up in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can take it. okay jeff who do you have i'm going with max scherzer i've been following him ever since he was at missouri i just i love his game i I love his toughness and that he's just he's he's the best pitcher in baseball man man, it's hard to compete with him the dude throws hard he moves the ball around he's got a lot of pitches he's good uh chris where are you at yeah i mean i'm gonna have to go with scherzer as well uh i don't think there's uh, a real big question. I think that he's the best pitcher in baseball. Uh, I'm just going to go out there and say it. Uh, he, he's got a huge arsenal of pitches, and, and he can hit, man. Uh, so, for, so for sure, I'm going with Scherzer. I think he's going to be a little bit pissed off that DeGrom won it last year as well. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has oh, to. Yeah. And, you know, that's the deal. That it's, without a doubt, I think everyone agrees Scherzer's the best pitcher in baseball. The way they pick sometimes is how – how good a team does or who carries their team on the back. So that, that DeGrom 
uh, coming back again is a good pick by JC. But I th- the three of us, we're kind of going with the best pitcher of baseball. And JC got <laughs> outside the box and said, let's go with the guy who brought us to the dance last year. Uh, so we grow him again. So I like that. So now, now we get back to JC is going to be the one that's up now. We're going with National League Rookie of the Year. Who do you got Rookie of the Year? Nationally rookie of the year. You know, I was not expecting that. I, man, I really wasn't. <laughs> Can we pass off me and come back to me? Yeah, yeah, we'll go, let's go, Jeff. Jeff, who did you think? I've got Victor Robles. I, I I think Fernando Tatis Jr. could definitely sneak in there as well, especially since he, he made the team, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I think he can flip a coin between those two guys, but I, Robles is just such a monster, man. Yeah. I think he's going to have a huge year, so I'm going with Robles. Robles, what about you, Chris? Well, I got to tell you, I, I think Robles is going to be real good too, uh, but I, I've got to go with Tatis Jr. Uh, I, I went down to see him when he was in San Antonio last year, and, and this guy is an absolute monster. He yeah. kind of reminds me of uh, of Joey Gallo when he was coming through the minor league system. Yeah. He's, he's a big guy. He's got a ton of power, uh, but but – the difference between him and Gallo is that Tatis can hit for power and he's got, uh, I mean, uh, hit for contact, my bad. Yeah. And, and he's got extremely good plate discipline. He doesn't yeah. strike out a whole lot. He's really good defensively. I think that, well, he got the call uh, the other day that he'll make the big league roster. I think he's going to make a big splash over there in San Diego. I, I, you know what? You're right there with me. I did the same thing. Tatis Jr. Fernando Tatis Jr. He is, he is a beast. I saw him. Uh, with San Antonio last year when they came into town and played here, uh, uh, you know, so I he he is good. I, I, I they, look that you know a lot of people would have taken these these top studs and uh, and and let them go down to the minor leagues for a little bit to save that year of eligibility or arbitration. But man, the Padres didn't do it. Uh, they're going with the best that's there, and he made the team. Um, and so it, it's hard to go against that. I do like Robles, but I th- I think Tatis Jr. is is, is who it's going to be. JC, are you come back to that? So, yeah, okay. So Peter Alonso for the Mets. He just made he 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 made the but he hit, he hit over in in the Grapefruit League and he had four home runs. I mean, it doesn't show a lot of power in just twenty two games though. It's like he's showing a lot of potential. Did you lose me? Can you? No, you're there. We got yeah. you. Okay, cool. So who was that again? So you're going with the uh, who with the Mets? Uh, rookie Pete Alonzo. Pete okay. Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. Okay. So, all right. Well, we're going. Now we got to take it to the American League, guys. We're going back over to the American League. I think we're back to Jeff starting us off. Jeff, we're going to go with the American League wild card. Who do you got? I'm going with the Yankees and the Rays. Uh, I have a feeling that the, they may just cannibalize each other in Minnesota or Oakland could sneak <laughs> in there, but I just I think Tampa is just really good, and I, I think that Tampa and New York will both end up in there. Okay, that's a good one. Chris, who do you have? Uh, yeah, so I think we can all agree that whoever comes second in the East is going to win that first wild card spot. Right. Uh, I, I had uh, new, uh, the Yankees – winning the division. So I've got Red Sox in that first spot. And to be honest with you, I chose twins in the second wildcard spot, but I think that Tampa Bay um, 
the Athletics have a really good chance. Yeah. Any of those teams really could mix in there. I've got the Twins there now, but but it could end up being a three or four horse race for that second wild card. You sound like me on my AL Rookie of the Year thing. So um, you know, I, I'm going to say this one, but it could be this one just in case it is because I want y'all to remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll throw that out there just in case you know for the end of the year and whatnot. Because <laughs> because believe me, I will give you all kinds of crap if you're way. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I expect you. I expect you to hold me to it for so, sure. So the wild card for me, uh, JC's back. I've seen him. He's, he's having a connection problem, but he's back. Uh, wild card yeah. for me is up. I've got, uh, I've got again, like everyone else, I've got Yankees winning. So Red Sox are my first wild card spot. And the A's. I've got the A's getting in there second. Yes, it could be possibly. I have the Blue Jays third. It could be. I think it's going to be between the A's and the Twins. I, and I think there's a slight chance. The Rangers could be hanging around there within a few games going into September before they, you know, start to fade. Those teams really kick in because uh, I don't think we'll make much moves uh, at the trade deadline because we won't be far enough into it to make a move. So we're probably going to be trading off and the kids are going to be playing. And as good as they'll be and play good, I think that they'll fade a little bit uh, towards the end. So that's when I've got the Red Sox and A's. JC, who do you see? Man, you know, this could be the year where we see three playoff teams from the same division. I'm going to go back to the AL East, you know. It could be yep. the, the Yankees for sure going to be my number one wild card. But then you have Tampa Bay and Oakland really going to fight toward the end. I really think, yep. you, you know, last year Tampa Bay kind of introduced, the, um, I guess, a short starter at the end, you know, at the beginning of the game, you know, put in relievers, start yeah, them for one. Yeah, they call one. it an opener, an opener. Oh, Yeah. Exactly. Could not right. think of it. But, you know, they started with the reliever out front. You know, you know, he relievers are really designed to, I mean, really used for short for short outings. And that's what they did. Get the top of the order out, put your starter in. And Ryan Yarborough was an interesting pitcher last year for them. So Tampa Bay and Oakland will be fighting for that second wild card spot. But if you made me choose, I think I have to go with Oakland. OK, so that, that that's where you're going. So now we go to Chris, who's going to start us off with the American League. Uh, championship series. Who do you see in the ALCS? All right. Well, I think the uh, the American League playoff picture uh, picture is the the easiest to kind of predict here. Uh, I would say Yankees Red Sox, but the way I've got it set up, uh, I think the Yankees are going to win the most games, and the Red Sox are going to be the wild card team. So they'll meet in the first round. Uh, if that's what ends up happening. Uh, I think the Yankees could win that series in five. Uh, so I'm going to take Yankees over the Astros okay. in the ALCS. That's a good one. Wow. Yeah. Now, me, I went a little uh, not too different. Um, I actually don't have uh, as much as I think the East is going to be tough and all of that. I don't have an East team going to the championship. I've got the Astros over the Indians going to the uh, World Series Uh so I think the Astros are just uh, there. They, they really seem to turn it off during the playoffs. Yes, they, they, they've lost a couple uh, with Dallas Keuchel leaving, uh, but they, they may have the, the, the best one, too, with Verlander. And uh, uh, what's his name? Um, see, you guys, my, I'm going – he's going to – Garrett Cole. <laughs> Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Uh, and so uh, – and you really only need three good starters for playoffs. And so I think, I think the Astros over the Indians is who I've got. JC, what do you see? It's like you're reading my mind. It's like Cleveland and Houston. But I have it actually backwards. I see Cleveland going. You know, they uh, – can am I there? Yeah, you're there. Yeah. I got you. My phone is messing up. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, but 
Cleveland and Houston, but I see Cleveland going back. You know, we we all remember the the insane collapse they had a few years ago. But uh, Kluber and Carrasco, I mean, really underrated. Carrasco is really underrated. He's inconsistent, but you also have a uh, Francisco Lindor and uh, Jose um, uh, Jose Martinez, I think. But that honestly, I think those two players are really better than Altuve and Carlos Correa. And as much as I like the Astros, and I know y'all don't like to hear, I love the Rangers. I like the Astros. Get that right. <laughs> Just so y'all know. <laughs> but uh, Cleveland, I <laughs> Cleveland over Houston, though. And Cleveland's in the in the World Series this year again. Oh, let me clarify. When I said make a choice, either like the Astros or like the Rangers. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. That's, you're like my wife. My my wife loves the Rangers, but she likes the Astros. And I just look at her and go, get go sleep in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're, now we're to Jeff. Jeff, what do you see? I've got the Astros over the Red Sox. Astros over the Red Sox. Okay, so so we've got the, so we'll get that. So we I think we know who's going to the World Series from all of us. We'll get to that last uh, on here, but we're going to go to our AL MVP. And if I am remembering correctly, on AL MVP, we're going to be at JC. Who do you as the AL MVP? We have the richest baseball player in all of MLB history, Mike Trout, finishing second behind Mookie Betts. You, you got Mookie Betts. That's a good. I pick. got. Got Mookie Bet. I think I think he has thirty stolen bases, thirty home runs. I, d- dude is amazing. That dude is a pure athlete, and he's just in a baseball uniform. <laughs> yeah, he is good. Jeff, who do you see? I wanted to pick Carlos Correa so bad, but I just—it just seems like suicide to pick against Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 that. That's a, that's an easy pick for a lot of people is Mike Trout. Okay, so we got two Trouts. Chris, who do you go with? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same train of thought. I, I put an asterisk uh, next to mine, actually, because really it should be Mike Trout every year. I mean, uh, the guy is just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but I tried to change it up a little bit. So so really Mike Trout, but, but I think I'm going to go with Aaron Judge on this one. Okay. I think he's going to step up his contact rate, and he's going to – uh, hit above 300 this year that, that that's an interesting one too well I really went outside the box because I can't stand this team at all but I went with Alex Bregman uh, oh. I think Alex Bregman is the rising star out of the Astros uh, I love Correa I love uh, I love Altuve um, you know at, well I mean as players I hate them as I look out uh, <laughs> Trout's the best player in baseball. There's no doubt he just got paid for it. I do think it would be freaking hilarious if he hit about 240 with 17 home runs this year. Uh, but I, I think the only way he does that if he's running on one leg and he's got a sprained wrist or something like that. That's you might, you'll win a lot of money in Vegas if you bet on that and it actually happens. <laughs> so Alex Bregman, because what I, I – the trout, the trout factor for me that probably falls off is that I think the Angels are going to suck, and they tend to either you're the only player on your team that made them any good, and they will go with someone in last place. The Rangers had that one year with uh, Jeff Burrows uh, and uh, and stuff like that, but it's really hard to to get a last place team to get an MVP, um, and so uh, that's why I went with Bregman, and I think Bregman is the rising star on that team. I don't even really like him that well, but he is a pretty good dude. And he's a great player, and uh, I think he could hit 
He's going to hit over 300. He can hit 30 home runs. Um, he'll be batting second or third in that lineup. And uh, he's a tough out, man. And he was, he was, he went number two and he, in the draft, he thought he should have gone number one and uh, he's held a grudge on it. And he's proven to a lot of people, maybe that's what he needed to do uh, is go there. So, all right, well, that, that's our, uh, I got everybody there, right? MVP. I think I was last on that one. Uh, oh yeah. So we're now we're going to the Cy Young and that'll start off with Jeff. Who do you got on the Cy Young? I'm taking Verlander. Verlander, that's a good choice, actually. He's a, he's a machine. Yep. And for a team that's going to be competing, that's absolutely a great choice. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Jeff on this one. I got Verlander as well. Uh, I think he's he has a really decent chance to lead the American League in strikeouts. Uh, he's just a beast, man. I, I don't have much else to say but that. I, that that is a that's an easy pick. I like that, but again, I went outside the box and uh, I went with somebody who's an interesting story. And I've got Trevor Bauer. Um, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, Trevor Bauer with the Indians. That guy is a beast, and he, you know he refuses to sign to sign long term deals. He said, "You know what? I'll make more than anybody a year if I sign one year deals because he swears up and down with this analytics thing he's doing that he'll be healthy every year. He's got four pitches that work, and he goes, "I'll make thirty-five million a year every year when I sign one-year deals every year for thirty-five million because of the years <laughs> I'm going to have." So he's got to back it up to do that. Uh, but he is a good pitcher, and uh, he had a good spring. And that's who I've got with the Indians going all the way to the uh, ALCS. Uh, Trevor Bauer, for me, would be great going into the offseason. JC, who do you see? You know, uh, Verlander is the easiest choice. I mean, but I'm going to go with Corey Kluber. I think Corey Kluber is another 20-game winner that uh, people often forget about. And, uh, yeah, he's going to lead the way for Cleveland to go to the ship. Yeah. Hey, that's another good one. I like Kluber a lot. I do too. Uh, it, he he is good, but all of us picked good. Pick. Well, I kind of went outside the box there. I'm there. I'm insane. <laughs> Bauer's good though. Yeah. We like we like outside the box. <laughs> yeah, Bauer's Wait got game. So yeah, rookie, those got game. Well, my rookie of the year might be outside the box then. So let's go to Chris with the American League Rookie of the Year. All right, Rookie of the Year. I know he didn't make the big league roster. Uh, but I think that the players' union might actually throw a tantrum uh, if Vlad Jr. doesn't play 100 games this year. Thanks. I know he's only he's only down at AAA because of the uh, the you know the legal status of everything going on. But I think he he's going to make his way up there and, and he's going to make a splash, man. Hey, let me check something real quick. I think that I saw that he did make the team. Oh, is that right? Yeah, which would really cement you because I think – All right, yeah, so so absolutely 100%. Yeah, I, let, me, let me double check that. I'll check on uh, MLB real quick. Uh, let me get to my pick first, and then after I do mine, then, then, then I'll go double check that and I'll confirm it for you. But I think so. My American League Rookie of the Year, I've got Vlad Guerrero as my in asterisks over to the side, but you know who right. I think is going to win it is Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, the pitcher for the oh. the Seattle Mariners. Uh, he had an awesome spring. I saw some film on him pitching. That dude is crazy wild. He's a left-hander. That ball moves all over the place. Um, and for a rookie that's 27 years old coming from uh, from Japan, that's a guy to watch. Um, and and I, I Vlad Guerrero, 
uh, Jr. is is an easy one two. It's one A and one B for me uh, with Vlad Guerrero Jr. But I'm I'm going out a little bit, and I, I've got Kikuchi as the as the American League Rookie of the Year. I, hey man, I don't think you're going out that far. That it looks like he's throwing a wiffle ball up there, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's insane. <laughs> okay, so we go to JC. Uh, you know, I said his name earlier, but um, man, I like y'all's Vlad Jr. I mean, the dude is on a tear, and uh, he's a uh, he actually had a strain oblique, and um, he uh, he he's he's still kind of working back from it, and so it's kind of working in their favor. As in, oh well, he's hurt. We we don't want to bring him up, you know. But I'm not. I think he's still nursing it. I may be wrong, but uh, I know the recliner nurse is always on top of it. But uh, no, Eloy Jimenez for the White Sox. You know, um, they think super high of this dude, and uh, right. he's a very good. He's a very good fielder, and uh, his bat's really going to make a lot of noise. So Eloy Jimenez, White Sox, he's really going to be the best player in uh, in about two years for them. Yeah, and he made the team, uh, I believe. But, yeah, I, I think Jimenez did. Now, Junior, Vladimir Junior, uh, no, he didn't. I think he did not. So, you may be right, but he, he, he'll he be up. So, I, I don't know what I saw earlier, but I was obviously wrong there. But, uh, yeah, I think Vlad Junior, I think the, the MLB Players Union will, like you said, uh, Chris, they're going to have an issue with that. So, he'll be up pretty quick. This just for service time. It ain't going to be very long. Kind of like the year Chris Young uh, – uh, I mean, Chris Bryant came up for the Cubs. Uh, exactly. That's exactly what it is. For sure. But but I think even – I mean, even if he, he only plays, you know, 95 games, I, I think that'll be enough, man. He, yep. He's a beast. He, he is. He looks like his dad too, man. Uh, exactly like him. Okay, Jeff, what do you got? I got Vlad Jr. too. I love your I love your Kikuchi pick though too. That I, I would have picked him if he was an everyday player. The only reason I I didn't is because Vlad's playing every day and he's such a beast. But that that Kikuchi guy, I definitely see see a Cy Young award in his future. The way you're talking about like that ball moving like a wiffle ball, he, it's, it's, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> okay. Why can't well, Why can't the Rangers have guys like him? <laughs> More guys well, like that guy. You know, it, I tell you what, they they did they did have someone like that when they had uh, uh, Darvish. Darvish's ball dipped and squirreled and went all over the place. Injuries really set him back. I still think Darvish is one of the best pitchers in baseball. And I got to be honest with you, I think that guy wants to come back. Uh, he still lives here. Uh, you know, he's got an opt out after this year and next year with the Cubs. And uh, every time there's a some sort of a press conference or something uh, in the offseason. You always see Darvish sitting over there at the press conference. Uh, he still lives around here as kids go to school here. Um, he's watching for the Cubs. I mean, yeah, I think he's going to have a good year, but uh, his ball used to do that too. But, man, that Kikuchi, yeah, it's like, it's like a wiffle ball. Well, guys, <laughs> we've come to the big one. Uh, so we'll go to, I believe, uh, you know what? It's back to me, I think, starting it off, and that is the World Series. Who is going to win the World Series this year over who? And my pick, National League is going to do it. I've got the Brewers winning over the Astros, and I've got it only going six. Uh, and that's what I've got. I just think the Brewers are going to catch fire once they get into the playoffs. Um, they're young. They, they went last year. They went pretty far. Uh, they got Mustakis back um, for the corner there. And, uh, you know, that's a team to watch. I, I like the Brewers. 
Uh, they're kind of a market like ours. They're probably a little smaller market than us, but uh, with DFW. But uh, I like what they've done there, and, and I've got the Brewers over the Astros. So, JC, who do you see? Yeah, um, you know, I got Believe Land finally getting theirs. You know, they were so close a few years ago, but um, I see them beating Colorado. I, I really like, I really do like Colorado. I think Arenado's a beast and will win the NL MVP. But it's going to be the Cy Young, uh, Corey Kluber versus Arenado, the NL MVP. But the Indians yep. will win it all. I do that, think so. That's a great pick. I've got them going to the ALCS. So that, that that's a good one, too. Uh, Jeff, what do you see? I've got an Astros over Cubs in six. Man, I like you, Jeff. <laughs> Astros over the Cubs. That is, that's another good one. I, you know, it's hard to look. It's hard to pick against the team that gets there. Uh, last year, the Red Sox did it. The Astros went uh, two years before that and won one. I mean, look, the Astros are are uh, they're a good team. So that's an easy pick for, for a lot of it. Uh, Chris, what do you got? Well, hey, I, I think absolutely all of you guys' picks are possible for sure. I, I'm going to go with the one that really excites me. Okay, I've got to say this. Uh, I think the Phillies are going to win it, and I'm going out on a limb to say that. Uh, but I, I really think that they've got a really underrated ball club this year. I, I think the combination, they, that young talent yeah. – uh, and the acquisitions they made in the offseason are going to pay off. I've got the Phillies over the Yankees in seven, and I think that'd be a really, really great series just to see somebody like Jake Arrieta or uh, or Nola in Yankee Stadium pitching to Aaron Judge in the World Series. I, I think that'd be a great one. Yeah, that would be. That would be really cool. And the Phillies, and we know as Dallas Sports Nation, we know that uh, Ricky would be pretty excited about that. <laughs> absolutely he's a huge philly fan so and he's just a kid so i gotta give him a hard time on that too um but yeah the phillies are a good one okay well you know what we got through our picks we've seen who we've said on there let's get to something else real quick before we get out of here is anybody going to opening day besides me i will uh yeah i'll I'll be there chris you're Yep, I'll, I'll be there. I'm going to uh, the the whole nine yards. I'll be there at 10 a.m. to tailgate, and then I'll uh, I'll go to Texas Live and and get ready for it, man. I'll I'll be there. All right, well, we'll touch base tomorrow. Maybe we'll hook up. I've got the recliner wife, the recliner in laws, and the recliner aunt and uncle coming. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I, I heard the whole family, huh? Yeah, they're here. The in laws drove in. They're actually big Ranger fans, but they live in Illinois, and they're Cub fans too but they're actually uh, rooting for the Rangers, but they love the Cubs. So uh, they became Ranger fans because of their son-in-law. Um, and, but, uh, and then uh, the, the recliner aunt and uncle, I've got an uncle that's only uh, about six years older than me. He's, he's the guy that went with me to my first game in 74. I was about six years old. He was 12. We have done this Ranger thing and opening day for 17 straight years with my wife and his wife. And, uh, so it, it, he, you talk about stories. We could come on here and tell some funny stories about Ranger games and a lot of things we did as kids because we're old. You guys are all young. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's it's like Christmas Eve for me, man. Opening day is, is just so special, man. I'm, I'm excited. We'll, for sure. we'll hook up and do a live, live Twitter feed or something and get that out. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to touch base tomorrow and do that. Guys, I can't thank you all enough. I think this has been an outstanding show. We've gone a long time, an hour, looks like an hour, almost 20 minutes here. It's been fantastic. 
uh, going over everything here. Um, I want to, once again, guys, I want to thank you, every one of you for going on and, and coming on the Rangers Nations podcast. Uh, so once again, we'll say thank you to JC from the Texas Power Hour, Jeff Hawkins from Chris Wells Clubhouse Chatter, and Chris Sylvie from uh, MLB and Fanside. Uh, fan uh, thanks for coming on, guys, and appreciate you all coming on here with us. Thanks, guys. John, JC, Chris, it's nice seeing you guys again. Yep. Yes, have a good night. Yes, sir. Well, that's it for this one, guys. Thanks again for Rangers Nation podcast, and we'll we'll take care of it from there on out, and we'll see you later. Once again, I want to thank everyone that's been a part of this one. Thank you to uh, Jeff Hawkins from Chriswell's Clubhouse Chatter. Thank you to Chris Sylvie from MLB Fansided, and, of course, JC from the Texas Power Hour for all of those. Guys, have a good one. Thanks for coming on with me, and like I say at the end of every one of my episodes, Nerd out.